0: This is Come and See from St. Andrew's Anglican Church for April 6, 2014. The Gospel is taken from the book of John, chapter 11, verses 1 through 45. The message is by Father Ron Baird. Please be seated. Today we come to the last Sunday before, uh, Palm Sunday, before we hit Holy Week. And if you remember, we started this journey on the Mount of Transfiguration at the last Sunday after the Epiphany. And we have been traveling with Jesus as he moves straight from Mount Hermon in the north all the way to Jerusalem in the south. And he travels through Samaria. And as he's getting closer and closer, he's now but maybe a day's walk away. Not very far at all. Perhaps a town like Emmaus. Um, which isn't that far north of Jerusalem, and so as he is there, um, he gets word. You know, word is sent. A messenger is sent from uh, Mary and Martha. Do you remember Mary and Martha? Remember, she was the one who Mary was the one who was the cleaning up everything, cooking, and you know preparing meals for the men. Mary was lazy; just sat around, and listened to Jesus all the time. Martha told. Jesus to tell her off about it and Jesus said but she's chosen the better part you know she's done the better thing and so those are the two they have a brother named Lazarus and they say Lord he whom you love is ill now why would they say it that way he whom you love is ill yeah they want him to come it's interesting they they didn't ask him Yes, it's a code. It's, it's called, if you really love him. <laughs> a little impetus, perhaps. A little Jewish mother guilt. You know, kind of. Get here quick. And Jesus looks at it, and he says, oh, this illness isn't to death. And he stays in, in town for two more days afterwards. Now, we know that Lazarus dies, and it's interesting because the disciples don't know that. They aren't real keen on going into Judea anyway because last time they were in Judea, they tried to kill them. And so they don't want to go down there anyway. And so finally, after two days, Jesus says, let us be going to Judea. And they're going, well, why why, why would we do that? Well, Lazarus has fallen asleep. I'm going there to wake him up. They're probably thinking, doesn't he have an alarm clock? I mean, <laughs> they, um, they say, well, if he's asleep, Lord, he'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we don't need to go there. And he says, no, you don't understand, he's dead. And I have to go so the glory of God might be revealed. And Thomas then says, well, let us go with him and die with him. Because they're convinced that this is the end. Which, in some ways, it is. And so as they're traveling on the way to there, we find that Martha finds out that they're almost there. And she goes running out and runs all the way and meets Jesus outside of Bethany. Bethany is about two miles to the northeast of Jerusalem. And um, now it's really just part of Jerusalem. But, and so as she meets him, she runs up to him and says, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. What do you suppose that's supposed to mean? Where were you? But even now I know that God will do whatever you ask. you think, think she's being a little manipulative? <laughs> Just a little? Now it's an interesting thing because Jesus was probably about a day's journey from uh, Drew, from Bethany. And as he's coming down, he waited two days. So that's three days. And how long has Lazarus been dead? Four days. So apparently when they sent the message was when he was on death's door. And he was probably dead even before... Um, the messenger arrived to see Jesus, and but you know what's that got to do with anything? If he'd gotten there sooner, you know he'd be alive. And so Jesus looks at her, you know he can't believe this. Mary and Martha, I mean they, they they they've heard him teach, you know they're they're supposed to be followers, you know they're supposed to understand this stuff. And he goes, "I am the resurrection and the life. Do you believe this? Oh yeah, yep, yep, yep." He says, well, Lazarus will rise again. Oh, well, I know. I mean, I know he's going to rise on the last day. I mean, everybody rises on the last day. But I mean, I, I like something a little quicker than that, perhaps. I mean, something. could you whip up some of your magic and do something good? Because I want him to rise now. I don't want him to be dead. And Jesus is like, good grief. They don't get this at all. I am the resurrection. Me, So she says, when she says, do you believe this? She says, absolutely. And then she goes running back to the house. And the first thing she does is she goes in the house and throws everybody else out of the house because she wants to talk to Mary privately. Now, why does she want to talk to Mary privately? Why does anybody want to talk to somebody privately? Hmm? Secret? Yeah, they don't want anybody to overhear what they're saying, do they? And she says... The teacher is, is almost here and he is what? Calling for you. Now, did you hear in the story where Jesus said he was calling for? Her? Martha doesn't give up easy, does she? Now, why is she doing this with Mary? Well, if you remember, Mary's his favorite. Remember when she picked on Mary about, you know, she isn't helping, Lord, you know, tell her to get up and help me? He so, said, but she's chosen the better way. So, well, I'm going to go get his favorite. Maybe she can get him to do something. And so, Mary's still crying, and she goes running out, and all the people think she's going to the tomb, follow her. But where she goes to is the place where Jesus has stopped. Interestingly enough, he doesn't travel any further after that. He's still in the same place. And he runs all the way there, and when she gets there, she says to him, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. And Jesus probably said, gee, I wonder where she got that line. (laughs) Doesn't that sound familiar? You know, she's now been put up to do exactly what it was that Martha did. And it says that Jesus looked at the people there weeping, with her weeping, and it says he was deeply moved in the spirit and agitated is the the Greek word. Deeply disturbed. You know, what does that mean to you that he was deeply disturbed? Hmm? Kind of angry, isn't it? Like, these people don't get it. You know, for three years I've been preaching this, and they still don't get it. They don't have any.